0: Hello, everybody. My name is Jerry Wise, and I'm a life and relationship coach. And this video is entitled Resist the Forces to Fit in with the Group Ethos when it Contradicts Their Values. This is the sixth in a seven part series of the seven characteristics of a mature adult, uh, a mature inner adult that's talked about in Jenny Brown's book, Growing Yourself Up, an excellent book that I recommend to you. This is a new program, and you will hear this on YouTube or my podcast, uh, and you can uh, listen to this on all the streaming services as well. I want to thank you for joining me. Uh, I've been working and helping people with healing and guidance for over 40 years using the deep well of Bowen Family Systems Theory to coach my clients into recovery, matureness, and wholeness. There are pressures to believe and value the things that others value. I have taught before about the many forms of guilt in the past decades. Family guilt, societal guilt, Relationship guilt, false guilt, and true guilt, and that um, and false morality and true morality, and that I have used that as a platform to help people understand and to evaluate, is this guilt really mine? Is this really what I believe? And to find out what they're feeling when they're in groups and in relationships. We feel pressure from others and groups to conform and share the group's super-self. We want to avoid conforming and enmeshing with the group's super-self. Often we may not be clear about our own values, and that's a work we need to do for ourselves. Um, We may uh, negate our own values, beliefs, and morals to fit in with our family to fit in with our friends, to fit in at church, to fit in at work, to join with others or to avoid criticism or judgments, rejection or abandonment. Uh, It's just like when you have a group of co-workers at work and they all believe that Nancy or Betty or John are uh, bad people and they're lazy and they don't do anything right when actually they're pleasant people they're, you know, It may not be what you believe and what your relationship is like with them, but you're give, you'll give up your own ethics and own morals and own subjectivity to fit in. It then becomes evident that we cannot stand alone, if necessary, when the group or relationship does not share our values or beliefs. Dyads, which is a two-person relationship, and groups, are very unstable emotionally. There will be shifting and sharing of self back and forth and and borrowing and giving of self and triangles and all kinds of things as well as power differences. This is when we become challenged to be able to stand against the emotional forces. And an adult can do that. We who are immature cannot. And we struggle with that mightily. Remember, resisting the forces of sameness is not the same as being aggressive or mean or rejecting of people. It means I can stand alone and hold to my beliefs, values, and thoughts in spite of those around me, as Jenny Brown also teaches and as Murray Bowen and his theory also teaches. When groups or relationships become anxious, highly charged, then we really get challenged. Uh, and it makes it much more, there's much more of a pressure to comply and give in to the group ethos. We feel the pressure unconsciously and consciously. We all, and it can be instinctually to be pushed or pulled in our values, and the way we truly see things. Many times, as I've talked to codependents or ACOAs or ACONs, uh, they do have beliefs. They do have morals. They do see things the way they see them. They either don't trust what they believe, or they believe uncertainly about those beliefs. But deep down in their gut, they have their own beliefs. And they have not practiced... Being able to stand on those. What can we do to resist these emotional and group forces that push and pull us to deny or change our beliefs and values? Here's a few tips, and this is what I remember, and I'm going to give you an example here in a minute. Become aware of how the group is pushing or pulling on your values or beliefs. Are they trying to pull you in? Uh, To believe what everybody believes? Are they trying to push you out uh, for fear you may be rejecting that super self or that group belief? Take courage and be brave. Brene Brown talks in her books about the courage and being brave to be yourself. Stay as calm as you can. I've even had to pretend to be calm if I had to. State I positions, state it as this is my belief. Don't run. Don't enmesh. You don't comply. You neither need to run nor comply. We stay in the middle and be ourselves. Don't get reactive in which you end up pushing and then push them away and don't get pulled in by complying and just believing what everybody believes. We want to watch those forces and, and to feel them. And you can begin to recognize those and feel them. The more you learn and the more you experience it, the more you'll know, Hey, this is what's going on now. I need to be myself. And when, when if in doubt and if there's emotional mess and chaos going everywhere, that's when I go, I need to focus on me. And be me and not choose the group or run from the group observe don't absorb and focus on thinking not on feeling because the feelings may mislead you because you will feel insecure you'll feel frightened you'll feel anxious don't focus on the feelings focus on the thoughts one example that i can give you is i remember when i was i think an arch priest i think in a church and we had a leadership meeting and talked about therapy and parishioners and many were stating their fears apprehensions about referring church members to outside therapists i was dealing with being codependent at the time And I felt very afraid to voice my opinion, which did not share the fears about psychotherapy and faith or psychotherapy in the church. In fact, I was even studying to be a pastoral counselor. I also believed that church members needed more help than we could give as a church and pastors and deacons. Some had real depression, which needed treatment and serious help. Marriages needed marital therapy, not just a nice talk in the pastor's office. I did not think our pastors and leadership were trained enough to help them. Not just giving them Bible verses or telling them to pray more. Um, But the group did not want to share influence with those godless therapists at the time. By the way, many therapists are not godless as a joke. Or they feared they would get well and leave the church. And so we have to keep it all in house. I used the list that I mentioned above to plan my move and to plan my self-differentiating moment. I planned to make my stand that I did not agree with the group ethos and beliefs about using therapy with parishioners. I was frightened, feared losing support, friends my position my and my future in the church and rejection and being seen as someone who's too liberal or too too unbelieving and when i shared this with the group there was silence and many disapproving looks i know i felt i was i know many felt i was becoming too liberal and not protecting the church enough but I felt it was important to protect and help the parishioner, not just the church. But I knew this is what I believed, and I knew their fears as well, because I had I had, had those fears in the past. But I felt the right thing to do was to use outside professionals for healing. Since um, you know, I, I was in a position as an archpriest, but I still had a bishop over me, So he could overrule me in that way. Um, But I knew if I went ahead and did it without his knowing that, it would cost relationships and support. However, I chose to do the adult mature thing, even with great fear and trepidation, to say calmly what I believed. Afterwards, I was fearful of blowback. But happy, I had stood my ground and felt I had said the right thing. It was my ethos and my morals that I felt was uh, were my beliefs. Eventually, there were negative consequences, but I was able to weather them because I had done what I felt was right. Also, I knew if I hid my beliefs and my values, I would then be going behind everybody's back and have to hide that I would refer a parishioner here and there to therapists at uh, therapists I trusted and then there would be backlash and blowback from that and then I would have to live a deceit. Now it's much easier to make I statements and stand alone if necessary with family, friends, in groups, in relationships not because I've become Mr. Hero or Brave but because I've practiced it and I've also seen the benefit of doing that. I hope you will follow me and follow my videos. I hope you'll subscribe to my YouTube channel. Follow me on my podcast on Spotify and all other streaming apps. You can type in Jerry Wise or not how, but when, which is the name of the podcast program. And we have a workshop coming up on May 30th, on Saturday, 2020, for four hours, starting at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. It's the first workshop I've done in many years. It will be on Zoom and the Zoom platform. I hope you'll sign up on my website. Go to the front page. There'll be the workshop and click RSVP. I want to thank you for watching. Have a great day and be wise.